From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. I'm going to question a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. Running a little ragged, but we're here. Yeah, welcome, we are and I'm Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm Waving doing to the camera. Doing you know where okay. the you know where the hard cam is now. This exactly. is like a Look proper run wrestling show. Hi, I, everybody. Look at this, man. I mean, again, you've put your back into this, Mr. Pazel. I give you credit. You've uh, invested your time, your blood, sweat, your tears, and your and your. Uh, and your money you've been getting from the federal government, living off the government tit like you now are. Now it's actually money that I'm earning, and I have to start saving a little bit, but I love her watching Bad Times at the El Royale. I love a good pretend face gang. Exactly. <laughs> where they're like president's masks, some sort of surgical mask that's been like Again. altered. <laughs> exactly. With, of course, Point Break being the the, pin, the pinnacle. And then the like dead presidents. Didn't yeah. dead presidents, they painted their faces? What was it? They were like ghost face. Ghost face killers. They were like ghost face. You know, they had white face on you know yeah absolutely so yeah in that one but you're right yeah you're, you're you can't just rob a bank you, to be honest they say eyewitness testimony is so it's really not as good as i think it's like if you didn't wear a mask you'd probably still be able to get away with it because if you had a gun people are so freaked out there the stress takes over and they can't quite perceive or see things right. as normal they and get the colors of shirts i wrong, feel like pants. most people are bad at describing people yeah like if, yeah. if if you're honestly if you're putting a gun to my head and you're like, describe Adam Crocious. I just yeah. be like, I don't know. He's got hair. It's a little gray. He's got glasses. <laughs> oh, that narrows it down, you know? So, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, you're right. The, the good fake. This is Bridges. This is Bridges. I just got off making, uh, you know, I was making uh, True Grit, and then I decided to do Bad yeah, Times. And I'm just kind of this guy and everything I do now. You know, exactly. <laughs> I'm just an old grizzled man. That's the, uh, that's the arc of an actor now. You got to play some old characters. He's had a enough i remember him playing uh, when i first my first exposure to jeff bridges as an actor was king kong the remake with jessica lang yeah in the theater i, I saw watched that. kong did you watch kong vs godzilla you know i actually have not it's really good is it good i mean it's done it's yeah. every the, the problem with i think movies like we've touched into and i think with dc you could do it a little bit because they're based on like some sort of narrative yeah but like when people are putting all these like this was movie was stupid well it's two monsters fighting yeah so it, i don't yeah. know much what you were looking for <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. This was not going to be a deep, deep exploration of the human psyche. You know, you're going to watch. You see, you're seeing buildings get destroyed, which is the original. P I used to love Godzilla as a kid. I liked Godzilla, Godzilla way more than King Kong. I still maintain that the original King Kong is a hunk of shit. 
that's just like even for claymation it's just because even like clash of the titans was kind of a little better but that movie's still bad <laughs> uh again you and i have- and you don't like titans which was the which was what i'm sure what they wanted it to look like that clash of the titans is one of those movies when they remade it people were just like finally what like <laughs> you're gonna see what it looked like when it's not just fucking uh, fucking davy uh, fucking davy or whatever the fuck it is that claymation cartoon oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. davy and goliath yeah 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 the whole the little religious one listen as I've said before on this show, when I got out of Maryland basketball camp in 1981, all right, my mom gave me the option of seeing two different movies. In and the you theater. saw Clash of the Titans over Indiana Jones. Oh, 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 oh over Raiders. Raiders of, Raiders of a Lost Ark. And you know something? I'm still proud of that decision. I'm still happy with that choice. We're going to go to Adam Cam while I get the, you know, the remote control, ladies and gentlemen. Because Clash of the Titans, the original Clash of the Titans, is a good movie. It, it, from a story point of view, it's a good movie. Does it look ridiculous? Yes, it does look ridiculous. But you know, whatever. It's what it was, man. You know, it's Burgess Meredith and uh, and <laughs> and Zeus was played by uh, 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 Lawrence Olivier. You know, and then Ursula Andress, I think, was an old Bond girl. From like I the think 60s. they definitely tried to treat it like some sort of feat. Like the, this is a feat of clay and of Mation and theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, the clay, the whole Kraken character is so bad in it. It's hilarious. When, when the Kraken is released from their little jail uh, uh, like in the sea, you see this little like God, I don't know what Poseidon, whoever was the God was, is opening up this lever and it's so ridiculous. Like you and I could have superimposed it better in 10 minutes of work on your computer right now than how that looked. Well, I that's just it. because we had the tech. <laughs> it's just upped so drastically. Yeah, like yeah. the stuff they were working with is not that I can do that on Photoshop now. But even like when you watch it, st- we were talking about that earlier this week where I was saying, you know, that phrase like you know the stuff they had in the space shuttle in the 60s is what were fucking they were making it seem like they had they were listening to walkmans in the fucking in the space <laughs> shuttle in the 60s but it's like no like she pointed out it was more like they had ziploc baggies before they were around yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, practical uh, shit it's not like they were up there with zooms and ipods yeah yeah exactly another thing they had was uh a big invention was uh, what is it that that that, that, that um, ah, not a, I want to say acrylic, but again my old man brain can't figure it out. The whole thing where you uh, you have uh, Velcro. Velcro was very much invented by NASA in the sixties, but it was it's, Maybe, it's uh, practical you're things. You're totally now. right. Maybe. The very first like like they had to make a computer for the Apollo missions. It was this, basically as sophisticated as a computer you get in, in like an old car, like a car from like 2003. That level of computer was in the space nodule that came back into Earth like they're doing the various Apollo missions. They had to create it's that. It's the you know. same node, man. <laughs> it's the same node. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, See, yeah. I learned all these things. That's why I, I was always skeptical on shit like that because I learned it from people that were also smoking crack in a basement at the time. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't think you're too up on what the astronauts were fucking (laughs) grooving to on their way up to the moon. But they probably had a tape recorder. I'm sure they had a tape recorder up there, you know, and and like probably had a a big old camera. They had Nirvana in utero before it was even fucking. Well, Kurt Cobain was in utero. They were listening to in utero. Tang. Tang was created as a a space. I've always heard that. I've always heard Tang is the thing. You know what else was? A A freeze dried ice cream. 
You know, if you ever had that, where yeah, you yeah, know, it's they a sell that shit at the museum now. Exactly, exactly. This is what the astronauts had in 1971. Yeah, and that makes you think like poor astronauts. I, well, I, they I, really I, need to be putting more into the diet of these astronauts, <laughs> if that's the case. You know, yeah, it, it was. Uh, I, I've been to the. I have not been to the Air and Space Museum since I was a kid. I used to go there all the time. That's all kind of played out. I feel like that's a that's a downside. I think of the stupid movie effects as you see like battle of los angeles and even though it's a garbage movie you yeah. see that and then you go to the air and water show and you're like this is awful yeah <laughs> well it's funny yeah yeah when you look at but when i went to the to the air and space museum they had like the original like the original pod that like you know neil armstrong was in and they have a lot of the original space sort of you go in there the crafts the, uh, keith i'm not like my car is more sophisticated looking than it right, right now you know it, it is you sounded like bob hope you know it just <laughs> take my car <laughs> But it was. Oh, there's Dakota. Is that Dakota Johnson? There you want to go back? Or you want to do you big Steve Zahn and Jack Black guy? We got Saving Steve Silverman Silver on. Again, if you watch the video, you know what these things are. I wouldn't have to describe these things like I'm narrating a goddamn audible book. Exactly. Exactly. Or audio book. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Dude, it, how old is God Jack Black? Here? What year is this movie? To, this is early 2000s. It is. It's ab, like be. 2001. 2001 was a big year for like wow. nonsense movies. Wow. See, I, I was working at the city at this time. Again, I, there is a, de, I mean, delineating moment. This obviously came up before September. September 11th was a pivot point. Obviously, we've said it many yeah. times in the show. And like, yeah, this sort of like, yeah, this nonsense sort of comedy. This is 20 years ago for crying out loud. 20 years ago. 20 years ago for Christ's sake. You know, I mean, it's just. Oof. Anyway, speaking of not yeah. 20 years ago, we had a big weekend in TV. What Opening happened? day for baseball. Oh, it's true. We have the NCAA tournament. What do you mean? What happened? You two, we didn't record yesterday because you watched the final four. Yeah, I, I, I went over to my buddy Jeff Klinger's place and a bunch of folks I hadn't seen. Way it. up in the mountains where they where there's no COVID. No, well, no, no. That they're, they're he's in South Pass. The only thing up Pass. there is fresh water running through the stream. No, man. No, the, do you need the, your cans up a little bit or what? What's going on? The, the, what? No, do you no, need no, your cans up a no, little no, bit? No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Saw so you do that. Oh no, no, not at all, not at all. The producer no, just, in me reacted. It, 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 it was an itch in my ear, you know. Again, Paisel, just relax a little bit, let the show breathe. You know, one little moment is gonna, you know, I'll let you know. No, I'm, I'm looking at your comfort. It's all about your comfort. I appreciate that, man. A little funk while they're fucking. Yeah, yeah you gotta get flagged for this scene specifically. Um, oh god, this the is old like, moving plant routine. Oh, like trying to do this. See, acting. but that's, but, but these are. This was like all. We, like it's supposed to be nonsense like they're clearly bad at robbing like look they're doing yeah. the moving plant yeah. they're buffoons yeah exactly he's, he's, he's like, uh, not next crocious is going to be like and he's all the wrong colors nothing in that house is the color of that camo <laughs> <laughs> but no with uh i, I watched the i watched uh the Gonzaga, well, the first game, Baylor Houston, not a good that game, was a dude. UCLA Gonzaga, uh, one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen. Uh, it, it's not Duke and Kentucky is the best college basketball game that I've yeah, ever but the seen. shot at the end is better than Leitner. Leitner was basically at the three point line. Fucking Grant, the Grant, throw line. Grant Hill threw fucking Christian Leitner an eighty yard pass. Yeah, yeah, fucking he, from yeah. The, so it's dude, and people are like Skip Bayless are talking about lucky shot and shit. He no, stopped. Yeah. He set his feet yeah. and pulled up from the star at yeah. half court. Yeah. No, like, no. and he ran up, but there's like a lot of times when it's a half court shot, they'll be in run and they'll just fling the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He stopped, yeah. set his feet and shot the ball like yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. No, no. It, it, that guy's good. Obviously Suggs is amazing, but here he is. Black can't help himself. He's the funny fat guy. Gotta eat some pasta. There you go. Um, but, um, 
But yeah, the last like I watched the entire game, pillar to post. It was an amazing basketball game. I mean, it was such a good game. How about that one play at the end of the end of regulation? Did you see where, where I think Suggs blocked the guy, then threw a pass, like a, basically a half court pass, skip pass. It was a great play all around, like stopping the shot. Oh, I forget. This is the Amanda uh, Detmer, I think is her name. No, not Amanda Detmer, but what's uh, Amanda Pete. She was the queen of these early 2000s movies. She was like the ambiguous sexual. She usually ended up being evil girl. Interesting. What, what, what's her high watermark? What's she most known for? Uh, probably this. She was in, she, I don't think she was in Coyote Ugly. Let me see. Yeah, she was. She was in Coyote Ugly. She had to have been well, that in Coyote was, Ugly. I know yeah. that was Piper Parabo, who that was like her high watermark. Because Piper Parabo was a singer. They picked her for that movie. Wow. Tyra Banks was in that? Yeah. I, 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 see, I John Goodman see, as the I didn't see father of a hot chick. I, I, I didn't see these movies. I, I, never, I didn't see them in the theater. I didn't go. I remember Coyote Ugly because my stepdad had a cheater box at our house, so I was able to watch it via the cheater box. Wow. That, 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 cheater that, box that. is real, dude. I remember when the Disney Channel was a, pure, a premium channel. Go home and watch Goof Troop. Wow, man. Again, well, so your stepdad wasn't always bad. He wasn't always a bad guy, you know. Well, I mean, having a cable box isn't like doesn't excuse <laughs> well, you know, humiliating behavior. <laughs> but you know, he, he came up with a few ideas, a few yeah. things. You know. Uh-oh. Oh, I gotta switch over the audio. She's kicking their ass. You see? Oh yeah, she. That's the, that's what I'm saying. Like every they were gonna sneak in because they're upset that uh, Jason Biggs is marrying her because she's basically splitting up the group it oh, would be oh, like oh, yeah. it would be like if I married Alicia and she was all of a sudden like you can't hang out with Adam anymore like yeah, you're yeah. he's immature we have to be and you so like you mean the conversations you have when I leave no <laughs> And then you and then but then you went on spy missions to like I think they're trying to kidnap her to like, undermine it. Well, they want to like there's this whole plot. They want to pretend to kidnap her. So he like forget and then they're going to like try and make him forget about her or something like that. Uh, what, it's hip, insane. Hypnosis or something. I mean, that's bizarre. But then she like fucking Stockholm oh, is- syndrome them and she like woos them when they're, she's all tied up. They like bond and shit. So, so this and then is, they're in a they're in a, a Neil Young cover band, so they sing Neil Young songs throughout God. the way too. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure Jack Black was like that was his thing. Okay, I'll do the well, movie. This is, they figure out ways to it's romantic comedy because Jason Biggs, and then you have Jack Black. So there's the D element. So he has to fucking and then even Steve Zahn was in that thing you do, so he can be musical as well because wow. he was in the shrimp shack shooters he was also in uh well he was in of course a, a, a reality bites he was, in, he was in reality Bites. that was one of his first that's my first exposure to him i what, look at that camcorder that's what i used to record my early stand-up with that, that i don't when i think of Why? movies that because annoyed me because trying to capture gen x reality bites is definitely the worst not a good movie i like that movie why don't you like that but but i don't watch it as any this is where i think i differ from you yeah is I don't look at reality bites as like, oh, they're trying to like show me the, they're, the they're trying to show me a mirror. Like, I'm just like, no, this is a movie about the 90s. Yeah. And it's laced with like fucking relics of the 90s oh, because God. that's Lisa what it's Loeb here for. Shit. Oh, God. I just, at least it came out in the 90s. It came out in 94. I mean, the year I started doing stand up. I remember seeing that in the theater and being like, this is trying to like capture the, oh, my financial anxiety. Well, you know, you're young. This is what happens when you first got on your own. You ain't got no money. But man. I or always like you. 
and it's not even a bad thing but i feel like there are some people who watch movies and they're just like this isn't at all what my life is like like how yeah. how dare you yeah well exactly this isn't my experience exactly. yes this isn't my experience well, this is how they tried to portray it though it was like ooh, reality bites is gonna be a slice of life gen <laughs> x man we're the first generation that had divorced parents man it's gonna be so hey, i did have divorced parents though well yeah we're gonna be well yeah because we started it all man my generation started it all we were we, the big social experiment you know yeah. Oh, yeah. That was with that. Her grandma was fucking buck wild, dude. <laughs> she moved. F- she made a dude buy her a car. Like, I'll move and marry you, but you have to buy me a car and a house. Yeah. And then she left him. Oh, my when Lord. She fuck- and then, like, God. was like a fucking, a trait. Like, like, you know how most people will, one of my all-time hateful things is when people go online and their grandmas die and they go, guys, I just want to show you a true force of nature. This woman yeah. was a, a bear trap of a lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, your grandma sucked. <laughs> she was probably racist. But I would say her grandma would be the one of the few where, like, you could actually say those stupid things. Where, yeah, like, yeah. this was just a woman who the only thing, she just blew the winds of her own direction. Yeah. Like, Good for her. Yeah, she, like, actively worked. But 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 that was the exception though. You know what I mean? Like that was the exception. I mean, it's like when I think. I mean, boomers. Boy, that that. I remember my mom getting divorced and her family. That was like, whoa. She was the first one to get divorced, and then three other people followed her one a year for the next three years because they all knew they were just like okay. Because she had the courage to do it. Frankly. It's like when you see someone jump you know? into jump off a bridge into a body of water and they don't die. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, well, you're no, just no, like, all right. Because because it was it was. Like, I remember that was like. You know, on a large scale, that was a big thing about second wave feminism, why the conservatives didn't like it. They're ruining the family. Yeah, they're not happy. Do you get that? They're not happy. She's you're, getting cheated on unrelentingly by her husband. Who would like that? You're you know, pow- you're, she has the right to do it. I, I, you know, anyway. you're, you're, you're Jackie Gleasoning them every day for real. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. How? My mom never, to the moon. My mom I used to say that in my seventh grade history class. Yeah. And he and my seven, my history teacher, who was hilarious, one of the first comedic influences, Mr. Yeah. Ogden. Yeah. He goes, if you know what that really means, you're too old to be in this class. Because <laughs> I used to always be you like the honeymooner. Joke. Well, because I would be like the honeymooners rule, dude, like pow to like he would always pretend to be one of to his days. wife. One of these days. Yeah. And then I said, pow to the pow, to the moon, Alice. And he goes, if you know what that really means, you're too old for this class. Even in high school, my teachers would be impressed that I knew mash episodes and shit. Yep. It's always an old soul. I, 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 which I'm means in, I I'm dealt with a lot of trauma. Well, exactly. Exactly. You know, and so and also you watch a lot of TV with your grandparents and stuff. You know? So here's the sequence at the end of the final four. Yeah, this it, was so Leitner. So you think that's a better overall game? The Duke Kentucky game. This is in the top five of games I've ever seen college basketball wise. I would say Duke and Kentucky to me. Overtime. Looking yeah. to pull the upset of upsets against no. This was a great play. We're going to do our own commentary. This was a great play, man. This guy's really good, man. Everyone on UCLA has Look, tremendous hair. Plus, he, he followed his own shot. Who does that? I he like the, the, shot. the little kid named Tiger. He yep. started out with dreads and now he just has an afro. It's just poofed out. Look at that yeah, shot. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Let's go back and see. Like, there's no. He runs up. So this is you like, okay, we're going to another overtime. They were smart, though. They didn't want to foul him, which At was At this point, we were getting ready to walk to Target because she needed Advil. Yeah. And there was a pot pie on the stove frozen. <laughs> and I was waiting to put it in because she was like, I want to see this game. And I yeah. told her they were down four points. And I go, if this goes to another overtime, 
I'm putting that pot pie in. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to Target. Like it's <laughs> exactly. And she goes, they're gonna lose. Like it's over. And I go, I don't know. Yeah. And then when he makes this shot, I get up, and then she goes another overtime. And as she says that, I go wait a second yeah and as he's running up the court i go wait a second and then i actively went oh like yeah. when he made it oh absolutely the party blew up that i was but at. watch him set his feet this isn't just a run up and oh fling. no, no he, he's he's really good man this guy's a good basketball stop, player stop boom yep off wow. now he does bank it but what a lot of people don't realize is the bank shot is like a purposeful shot now like you oh, yeah. aim for the glass scotty yeah. pippen made that famous absolutely pippen used to shoot corner threes off the glass and he said like that's not luck i aim for the glass like yeah. there's a spot on the backboard where if you get it to touch it's going it's gonna in. Go in yeah oh, absolutely he, he man uh, can you go back there's a there's a sequence i was describing earlier at the end of the oh no we don't have the whole thing i don't know at the end of the game, at the end of the regulation, and I don't mean it's probably it's just this is probably just overtime. But if you have the end of regulation, yeah, the last like two minutes, three minutes, there's a sequence that was really, really good. Like, oh my god, this is an amazing sequence. This whole this whole game was it was a really good game. Very back, yeah, down a little further, yeah. Oh no, 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 a little more, a little more the other way. So f- further down, game time wise. Oh okay. So. Yeah, I think I think it's about I think we'll it's about watch. here. We'll just yeah, you're having on yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly. We'll so you went it. up to Clingers up in the mountains. Yeah, well, he's in South Pasadena. He's not up in the mountains. He's it's not. it's 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 pretty much there. There's bears. There's coyotes. There absolutely is. It was a yeah. Oh, that that block was amazing, man. Uh, there's a. Oh no no no! They've already had the sequence. Darn. Yeah, okay. we should go back just a little bit. Oh darn. Uh yeah. Let, let, let's uh, here, let's go right now. Yeah yeah. Let's see what's doing. I think this is, yeah. I think this might be it. This might be it. There's a block. Oh no, this guy—he makes the shot. That guy is so fucking. Oh, dude, I get so impressed. The like run when they just go run up and fling it in. That's well, the, it. Looks like such a simple control, shot. The body control is impressive. You know. Yeah, that body control. The, 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 oh no, no, we we still no no. We we have to go back a little further. I think I think it may have been when like seventy seven seventy five or something like that. Let's, let's see this. Okay. Killing me, crow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just that, kidding. <laughs> they were. Yeah, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I think it might be. Yeah, I think it should be here. Because there's a sequence where they uh, Gonzaga blocks a shot from from UCLA, a- and then and then they do like a half court skip pass. It's such a good play. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the play. Here's the play. I think this play was amazing. Yeah. And, and then this this pass. And oh then, look at oh, that! And then well, isn't that, that Gonzaga's thing? Is they move the ball like college They're teams? Passing. They have like a professional, like almost triangle movement of their offense. The, yeah, they, like, is Phil Jackson coaching that team? <laughs> Look at the kid; he looks like he chops wood for a living. Yeah, yeah, they, they uh, they're aggressively white. Oh, they they're are up in white. Washington State. They're yeah, just they're in fucking yep. running it. They get tying themselves up in fucking garbage bags the black thick industrial garbage bags <laughs> why and would they through do the that well, well, you lose water weight oh, oh you get okay. real fucking tight okay okay they're yeah. on a f- high school wrestling regimen out there at fucking at gonzaga well, well, well they're close to Coeur d'Alene. the panhandle of idaho is a notorious hot spot for like white supremacists like camps well that must you know, be Mikey where Manger Ge- lives and there, general you know? manager of the bears ryan pace <laughs> ryan pace vacation he summers there he well summers he talked there. about it he talked this uh, week uh, by and, the way and I, they I, they dude i'm disgusted so check this out they yeah. asked him so now that he's moved on and he's on another team can you kind of explain what went wrong with mitch and why you think and he just goes Oh, you know, I don't want to talk about the past. I just want to talk. I'd really like to talk about Andy and the things he brings to it. And I don't really want to. He's not going to admit that it was a bad decision in the almost 10 years. He's been on the Bears. He has never, ever admitted that anything ever went wrong. 
Oh, God. I, uh, that's so annoying. It's so ha- so pig-headed. You know, it's just annoying. And that's exactly how he sounds. Yeah. Well, you know, they come to this country and they have criminal records. <laughs> and, you know, he's... We'll see on May, March 4th. He's going to get... You know, Q says he's going to get... Uh, <laughs> Q told me not to... Extend Alan actually because Alan's is black Q with a tattoos. Person, or is it just this algorithm? Well, that's what the documentary you know? is about. We can get it if we were gonna if we were gonna have a longer episode, we can get into that. But you're gonna have to yeah. fucking run out here. Yeah, yeah. But 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 anyway, though, w- yeah. W- with uh, we're done with this bullshit. Game. Yeah, I mean, good game though. Well, yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, back and forth, man. I mean, it was it was. I thought you said in order to win the game, was gonna have to play a slowdown game. Well, and I, I was thought wrong. there was. I thought it was one of those things where there's no. That dude. Is there baseball on PBS or the, this is the documentary? Oh, they colorized it. Oh, this is, yeah. Oh, shit. Look at that. Look at their colorizing it. There we go. What's she eating there? A sea urchin? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell was that, man? I didn't quite. Can we go back? Oh, we can't. No, we that. can't go back. This is yeah, fucking live. TV. This is live TV, brother. There we have it. There we go. The St. Louis Browns. Okay, ball. There we that. go. That, that might be shy. It makes it look like Philly. pop art. This looks like a Punisher comic from yeah. the 1960s. <laughs> That's a good reference. Become I like that. Baseball's anthem. Take me out to the ball game. This would be the biggest feat of this show to get this documentary to be entertaining. Now yeah. it is, but in a very serious way. Oh yeah. Like you yeah. don't put this on if you're like, hey, the boys are coming over. Let's watch baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a 12 pack. You do it to make fun of guys like George Will. Look at that. Rube Waddell. These are dudes. No one on this documentary didn't get severely abused. By their father, <laughs> or just anybody, my fucking Daniel O'Krent. You don't just invent fantasy baseball. You invent yeah. fantasy baseball by not being allowed to be friends with anybody, yeah. <laughs> because exactly. he probably has been wearing that same pair of glasses his whole fucking life. You know, to tell my name is Daniel O'Krent. I grew up in Beaver Fuck, Iowa. No, no, I, no, no. You know, they're all from New York. It's all these New York sports. They're all writers, white nationalists. They're you know? all fucking Trump loving. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, you know, Daniel O'Krant, he's uh, a superior race and mind. I, 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 I know that uh, that George Will was uh, a big Republican, but I think uh, Trump turned him off. The old St. Louis Browns. Is that who it is? George Edward Rube Waddell. George Hard again, again. R. Why, why did all athletes look middle-aged back then? Why do they all look middle-aged? And it makes all... no fucking sense. He's 22 years old, and he looks like he's 47. Well, I feel going like... to have a grabber. And, well, A, it probably took him a year or two to paint this. Yeah. <laughs> So he, it, it, he just posed it probably that or it, again. Starts, it starts with them smiling, and by the time it's done, he's just like, oh, they got polio and shit. Look, by the time it's done, you know, it's I'm sure he had bad teeth. They finish with the painting, and they're just like, well, now you have to paint a wheelchair because polio is set in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm now I've gone the way of FDR. That's old school pipe pandemic. Get some polio jokes in there. Hold on, I gotta go. Rube to your Waddle, can. I say, and a two finger. Yeah, Rube Waddle. God, these names. But again, all athletes, every single athlete looks middle-aged. Every single one of them. They all look like an unemployed coal miner. Ate tobacco and shit while they were unemployed coal miners. Yeah, and and also, uh, I got a feeling uh, the the whole, the Atkins diet, Jenny Craig, not eating, uh, you know, carbs. This was, that was not an option. No. That that, that was not, it was like, you were eating lots of eggs. You were smoking lots of cigarettes. You were drinking lots of black coffee. Oh, yeah. A lot of fat and grizzle in your your steak, you know? They probably just had fucking... 
pubis hair in their fucking <laughs> intestines. Just because it was like such nasty stuff with their. Oh, I'll tell you what. And then in you had, way, and then you had regular old shit like plagues. There were legit plagues. Well, I will say one thing. I bet you before World War II, I bet you food. I wonder about the preservatives and what was put into food pre-World War II. I got a feeling the food might have been a little more natural. Now, you might have had food poison because it and spoiled And it probably water. rotted, yeah. You know, but, 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 but it was like probably a little Google more natural. That. Look at that. Look at that. Is that George W. Bush with his mouth? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the first. Look at that. I want to know. One of my favorite onion headlines of all time was, was a 1920s onion. It said, man ventures outside without hat. That was a hilarious title. Everyone wore a fucking hat back then. Oh, they were all dressed to the nines. You know, it's just like... Well, that's what uh, Greg Proops posted this, because he's super liberal, and I love yeah. Greg Proops. Yeah. But he posted this picture of a bunch of black people on Easter in New York. Yeah. And they were all dressed nice, and he just put, fabulous. Yeah. And I was just like... Everyone dressed like that in the 20s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you showed a picture of a bunch of racist white nationalists, they would be dressed yeah. identically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. can't just be like, oh, yeah, black people had the light. Everyone in the 20s was overdressed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Even the hood rat children were wearing, like, hold up fucking collared shirts. Like, nobody, there weren't t-shirts and denim. It was all slacks. Well, you know what it and was? And fucking layered clothing. That, that's why the 60s, one of the things, was like, June wears t-shirts and, and jeans. These beatniks. That, with that, that was fucking, like, whoa, you're going you're gonna to dress down. These beatniks with their jeans and rape coming in. Because he had a fleur-de-lis on his arm. Robe Waddle, the I greatest say. greatest pitchers in baseball. His unreliability. He won 4,897 yeah, ball he games. He 11,000 innings Then pitched. out of the minors. They say he threw a curveball that dropped from the clouds as if God took a shit on a giant <laughs> stadium. I, I, I have a favor to ask. I have a favor to ask. But we're on the baseball theme. I, I, I'm inspired by this. I, I want to drop my script that I'm writing because I want to write a biopic about Denny McClain. Oh, I want to hear he evaded taxes and shit, dude. Uh, can you just do me a favor? I want to read some of his Wikipedia page. Can yes, I read some of it? it is. I'm not lying. I knew he was a scumbag. I always knew Denny McClain was a scumbag. Didn't he like abandon his family and uh, shit? It's it is unbelievable what he did. The decision, and then the fact that he still gets opportunities. I, I'm going to read his. So. That is a crack of a can of Diet Coke, ladies and gentlemen, which we okay support heavily. On this show. Denny McClain, for those of you that don't know, is a two-time Cy Young award-winning pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. Last guy to win 30 bowl games exactly. in Exactly. In 1968, when the Tigers won the World Series, he won 38, It says true. Games. Oh, my God. That's great. So, it says a true jewel, but on our screen, it said true Jew. <laughs> <laughs> a true Jew. So, Denny McClain... Major League debut, September 21st, 1963, with the Tigers. Born in Markham. He was born in Markham. Yeah, he played. You know, he played in the Catholic League in Chicago. I think he went to Mark Carmel High School. Oh, fuck. And then his last appearance was for the Atlanta Braves on September twelfth, nineteen seventy two. So in a nine year career, you know, he threw his arm out. He blew his arm. Everyone pitched like every four days. Then if if you were taken out of oh, a dude. game, and I think blowing your arm out was relative. I think they all had torn. Oh. They all pitched with torn rotator cuffs and Bob, shit. Bob Gibson, I guess he pitched like in nineteen sixty four. He pitched like every other day, every third day. His I guess his forearm was bowed from throwing so many sliders. He had bowed it a couple That's inches, great. you know, from doing that. And then if you look at their windups, they're just basically flinging it. They're using their entire torso to fucking throw the ball oh, over. Absolutely. So Denny McClain, this guy is a notorious scumbag. Detroit legend. Completely appropriate that the city of Detroit yeah. has embraced him. 
Sure is. As Not a, too old either to, before you, like, he retired in the 70s, right? Well, 72 was his last year. So he's 77 years old now and weighs 330 he's fat pounds. As shit. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's let himself go. So as a player, McClain was brash and outspoken, sometimes creating controversy by criticizing teammates and fans with little, little provocation. His stellar performance at the beginning of his major league career included two Cy Young Awards and an American League MVP award. His success in baseball stood in marked contrast to his personal life, where he, he associated with organized crime and was eventually convicted on charges of embezzlement, yeah. after which he served time in prison. Okay, so let, let's go his post-major league career, uh, professional playing career, I'm going to do that. McLean was born in Markham, Illinois, and attended Mount Carmel High School, the same high school that Donovan McNabb went in, and Antonio Walker in Chicago, famed Catholic League athlete where he played on the baseball team as a shortstop and pitcher. As a teenager, he met his future wife, Sharon Boudreau, the daughter of Major League uh, player Lou Boudreau. Uh, McLean was also musically talented, learning to play the organ from his father. Upon his graduation from high school in June 2, 1962... Are you going to read the whole page? Yes. <laughs> McLean was signed by the uh, White Sox as an amateur free agent. And he and was assigned to play with the Harlan Smokies of the Appalachian. Did he play League. on the like go go when they wore the shorts and shit? No, no, you know that that, that was the. I remember that. I, I saw the White the Sox go go White Sox or whatever the fuck. The Malibu shorted White Sox when they had yeah when they had and then they had sh- the British. blue and white where it looked like they played where it was like the twenties uniforms. Team. Yeah, I, that was actually a cool uniform. I thought because they were good. With, and they were good colors. too. Yeah, yeah. Old hit, Dick, hit, poor man. Dick Allen having to wear that. McLean had a spectacular performance in his minor league professional debut, throwing a no-hitter and striking out 16 in a game against the Salem Rebels. So, honestly, he was a very good player, a very good player. You could tell he came up, blah, 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 blah. You see his career? I'm trying to set the stage. This I guy put him up guy. on the screen. He looks like, he, in this picture on the left here, he or on the right, he looks like someone who, like, swats their child. Yeah, well, or else he's just, he's just a square, you know? Okay. So he had a great, great year ago, blah, 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 blah. Okay, the year of the pitcher in 1968, he was amazing. That was the year that, that the mile was higher, so he had great stats in 1968, you know. Great player, but he blew his arm up, wasn't really the same player again. So, okay, what's Denny supposed to do to make a living, to make a living? Okay, the high life. McLean's success on the playing field led to endorsement opportunities from the Hammond Organ Company. He also made musical appearances in Las Vegas. Why would he go to Vegas, Keith? I wonder why. Because well, he's a gambling addict. Exactly. He was invited Couldn't to just appear say that. with a musical quartet on the Ed Sullivan Show, along with his World Series opponent, guitarist Bob Gibson. So far, Crow. Yeah. He sounds like a great guy. It's exactly the reason why I'm reading this, because it takes a turn for the worst. Okay, trust me on this. McLean also made appearances on the Steve Allen Show and the Joey Bishop Show. He also recorded two albums on Capitol Records, Denny McLean at the Organ and Denny McLean in Las Vegas. In 69, he was he was devoted to the uh, male athlete of the year. Okay. Uh, okay, so here we go. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, McLean was a nonconformist. He liked to play by his own rules. He had learned to fly and purchased an airplane. Having kept his dental appointment, he then flew himself. Okay, he missed a game, the All-Star game. He flew himself to Washington, arriving at the game during the second inning. He pitched the fourth inning, but then, but then the National League had already built a, a 9-2 league. So, so he, he was supposed to start the All-Star game and then just flew in later anyway. McLean created more dissension when he clashed with Tigers manager Mayo Smith over the what latter's a great role. I know. Name. I know Mayo Smith. What a ball player name, absolutely. 
over the latter's role in the firing of Johnny Sane as a team's pitching coach. Johnny Sane was a good pitching coach back then. Despite the troubles, McLean had another productive year in 69, winning the 24 games, and a second consecutive uh, Cy Young. You almost burped. I almost did, but I, but I kept it in. The downfall. February 1970, Sports Illustrated and Penthouse both published articles about McLean's involvement in bookmaking activities. Here we go. You want to watch this? I, got, I think I got the news thing Ooh, here. Oh, yeah, this will be good. Week's issue, the Denny McLean, star pitcher of the Detroit Tigers, in 1967 was a partner in a sports bookmaking operation that had mafia connections. Sports Illustrated says McLean was put under pressure to help make good a $46,000 horse race bet the book lost late in the 1967 baseball season. The magazine notes that McLean pitched poorly shortly after that, then suffered a mysterious toe injury. And when he returned to Mysteria. Whoever has this had a garbage fucking television set. Fix your bunny ears. McLean <laughs> could not be reached for comment about the Sports Illustrated story. Both the Justice Department and baseball... McLean said he was fucking my mother upon request for a comment. Early in his career, McLean... Uh, McLean's interest in betting on horses was piqued by Chuck Dreesen, one of his first managers. So his manager was getting him into it, too. By the way, guys gambled back then. Hardcore, man. Hardcore. McLean's descent into his gambling obsession was further precipitated by an offhand remark he made during an interview that he drank about a case of Pepsi a day. When he pitched, he was I love how that drink. was so offensive. A, a representative from Pepsi then offered McLean a contract with the company. So he's just dropping an in like, hey, hey, I, I, I want sponsors. I want to make some well, that's money. That's not out of the ordinary. Yeah, but he's such a. I mean, it, whatever. So, just for doing a few endorsements, McLean soon realized that he and the Pepsi representative shared an affinity for gambling. When the two realized how much money they were losing and that they could earn so much more by taking the action on bets, they attempted to set up a bookmaking operation. So he became a bookie while he was a pitcher. He, was, he, was, he had a book. So okay. McLean was suspended indefinitely by baseball commissioner Bowie Kuhn. The suspension was then set for three months of the 70 season. He returned in midseason but struggled to pitch well in September. Blah, 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 blah. You think like, they called him Kuhn because they couldn't say Kuhn in such hot racial times of no, the 1960s? No, no. Anyway, later, later that year. I'm just trying to make this funny. No, no. It's... I'm just kidding. Just trust it. Tr let it breathe, Paisel. This has been like 20 minutes breathe. so far. It's not been 20 I know, minutes. I'm kidding. In your millennial mindset, my God, it's got to be right away. I have to hear it in 13 seconds or four but seconds I, or Crow, less. I guarantee you people have fast forwarded because they're like, I don't care about Denny McLean's no, career. No, no, no. You're going to care about it because he becomes. Well, then get to that part. Okay. Let's go to his post-major league career. Holy Christ. You were going to yeah. go through his whole career? In 1974, McLean played a season for the London Majors of the Intercounty Inter Baseball League at Labatt's Memorial Park in London, Ontario, Canada. Because of arm problems, he never pitched, and that was it. Okay. McLean continued to earn side money playing the organ at clubs, including a club in suburban Detroit where former heavyweight boxing champion Leon Spinks worked as a bartender. Who just That's died. Great. He That's just great. died. That's, you know, yeah, That's awesome. So far, yeah. again, Denny McLean seems like a gas. McLean also earned quite a bit of money hustling golf, easily attracting marks due to his past baseball fame. Additionally, he reportedly once accepted an offer of $160,000 to fly a wanted felon out of the country. So he flew a felon out of the country for one hundred and sixty dollars So far, 
I love Denny McClain. Denny McClain's weight ballooned to 330 pounds during his post-baseball career. He was imprisoned for drug trafficking, cocaine, Great. embezzlement, and racketeering. Fantastic. Tampa attorneys Arnold Levine and Steve Northcutt, who later became a Florida State appellate judge, represented McClain before the oh, big shock. Some mobbed-up attorney became a judge in Florida. Huh. I wonder if that's happening right now at all. Appellate a judge representing a McLean before the United States Courts of Appeal in Atlanta. His conviction was reversed under the Racketeering Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act in the United States District Court for the Middle District of Florida and Tampa. Between his stints in prison and rehabilitation in the mid-80s and early 90s, McLean could be found on various talk radio sports shows and occasionally on a panel format sports show on network television in the, in the Detroit area. He also modeled Haynes underwear. Uh, he wanted to create, by the way, he wanted to have a nude baseball calendar when he was a pitcher. That was one of the ways he was going to make great. money. So. See, these are the things you need to spit out first. So he also could be found signing autographs at a Metro Detroit 7-Eleven store at the corner of Mound Road and Metro Parkway in Sterling Heights, That's Michigan. Great. Let me Just see a if random 7-Eleven. <laughs> Trying so, to pictures okay. of Denny McLean where he was he, where he was employed on work release. So he would just go to a 7-Eleven parking lot and just sign his autograph. After his release, he also hosted a popular daily talk show for a few years on, on, on Detroit uh, station WXYT. McLean's oldest daughter, Kristen, 26, was killed on March 20, 20th, 1992, in a drunk driving accident. She had been living in Florida. So, again, the guys like this always have a death. He looks like Jerry too. Lewis. Yeah. He was also a partner in the Chicago Radio Network. I'm sorry, Michigan Radio Network. Both companies went bankrupt two years later. So again, he had the anti-Midas touch when he touched the company. In 1996, he was convicted on charges of embezzlement, mail fraud, and conspiracy in connection with the theft of $2.5 million from the Pete Employees Pension Fund. He owned Pete Employees Pension Fund. Anyway, uh, Pete. Uh, Pete uh, Pete's so he was company. stealing his own money. He's, uh, McLean spent six years in prison. To this day, he insists he knew nothing about the shady financial dealings alleged by the government mclean claims claims he paid his restitution for the incident so he stole from a pension fund from a company he owned which is a co i mean by the way so crow yeah out of that whole thing it's yeah. the one thing that he's done bad outside of that denny mclean seems like he fucking sold awesome. coke he sold so what my dad smoked it yeah yeah he also yeah but he was he also, uh, you know, you have to understand with shit like that. I have, I don't care. I don't care about mafia shit. That's dope. Like you can't love the Godfather and then be like, but Denny McClain was bad for being involved. The Godfather in it. is obviously about organized crime and it's gross. It's gr During so this guy, organized crime rules. So he also a uh, uh, hundred and sixty thousand dollars he took to to fly a known felon out of the country. You know, I mean, this guy is but a complete scumbag. He's a scumbag, is what he's an and doesn't care and keeps getting opportunities. So, uh, but did he vote for Trump? No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure he did. <laughs> McLean currently resides in Pinckney, Michigan, with his wife Sharon. Yeah, he's a Sharon had filed divorce from through Denny through. during his most recent incarceration, but remarried him upon his release. McLean writes a monthly editorial column and blogs. He also has his book is called "I Never Said I Was Perfect." He has a his book is called "I Was Never I Never Said yeah, I Was Perfect." He's being honest. He, he was. Oh, he also got arrested. His, the list goes on and on and on. He's He does not know how to not be on the grift. He cannot make an honest living at all. He has to steal in order to do that. 
And, and, and that concludes it. our segment. Adam Crocious reads an entire Wikipedia page. Yeah, and how long was it? My God, it was 14 hours and 13 minutes. I can't do that. No, God. No, but when we only have like an hour and 15 minutes, I wouldn't like 15 of that being Denny, the 50, reading it was, an entire... It was like three and a half minutes is what no, it, was. it was. more than that. No, it was not. It was not more than that. Before you time. leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna get yes, an we're exact gonna time. time. We're gonna get the exact time on. I'm this. going for nine and a half. He is a scumbag. It's not nine and a half minutes. There's no way that was nine and a half minutes. I guarantee you, it wasn't nine and a half minutes. <laughs> it was three and a half, maybe four tops. You know, but millennial attention span over here. Oh God, what's going on? It's not mine. It's the people listening, Crocious. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying everyone listening too. All you millennials listening. Well, they're not listening anymore because they chase. I cut to the chase. They're not listening anymore because they don't care about Denny McLean. I do. They're not hearing you yell. They're they're, they're listening to another podcast. No, 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 no. There are some who who are listening. Some are listening, and he is a scumbag of the highest order. I think it's yeah. But there's baseball players who you probably find some. Is there baseball players? Have murdered somebody? Are there murderer ball players? Uh, there's got to be. I, I never heard. There's got to be a few in Let's there. Let's figure that I, out. I, I know that he's. Uh, well, he probably was. A, he probably knows of murder. He's probably there when someone got off for a gambling debt. They probably were going to kill him too. He's a soulless individual. Soulless. California baseball star convicted of triple killing. Look at that. A triple wow. play. Wow. Yeah. Uh, th- this and like the Dave Bliss story are to me are very interesting. Oh, look at that guy. Oh, yeah. He looks a little rough around the edges. That guy's coming out of the is pen. That, is that Russell Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Bears still have a chance of getting him. That's I don't know if you all. Know that. This is all of Ryan Pace putting out his fucking racist pro- na- football propaganda. <laughs> he hates that- Russell Wilson. He hates his kind and everything associated <laughs> with him. Hates his kind. You know, Andy. He's got great translucent skin and nice fiery red hair. <laughs> and you know, you got Deshaun raping women. And you know, and then you got. Russell Wilson, who 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 knows? Maybe his God's black too. I don't want him to bring his black God into into what we got. A lot of collaboration with a white God and a white coach and I a white owner what. and a white quarterback. Two white quarterbacks. We have talked. All of our black players are our workhorses. That's what we... Speaking of long segments right now, okay? Speaking of yeah, long this segments... this one was funny. No, no, no. Speaking of long segments and the whole, you know, uh, uh, we've talked ad nauseum. We had an entire episode dedicated to bad Bears quarterbacks. And you know something? I'm going to say something here. We talk about McMahon being one of their best quarterbacks. We He's talk bad. about You know something? Harbaugh was okay. No, Jim Harbaugh... Harbaugh was okay. Do you, you don't remember him, though, do you? Early. Like, wow. I remember people talking about him. He, although again, when he got when it, when Ditka bit his ass off in '92, kind of remember he was Walsh, never the same. That Steve Walsh oh, guy, he was a notorious dick, I guess. Steve Walsh was, but Kramer is your first guy. That's good though. <laughs> Kramer's okay. Kramer's Here we okay. go. MLB players who did prison time. Oh man. Uh, do you know the last batter? Willie Akins. Oh, William A. Akins, Coke guy, uh, first baseman for the '80 Royals. Great. Oil can Boyd. Um, oh, yeah. Dennis Oil can Boyd. Pitch, pitch for Vita the Blue attempting to purchase cocaine. Yep. yep. Vita Blue. A lot of this is cocaine, which is fun. Uh, late 70s, early 80s, baseball had a cocaine problem. Baseball had a total Glenn cocaine. Burke, Rick Camp. Well, uh, Glenn Burke was openly homosexual in the 70s. Grand theft and drug p- possession. For Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Burke. He died of AIDS. Ed Clark trying to join the Boer Army. What the fuck is the Boer that? Army, that, 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 is the, that? That would be the Dutch Army. You know, if one of your generation would read a history book, oh God, there's not a Wikipedia page. Oh, I haven't seen the latest post. What's the Boer War? <laughs> I like that. Felt fun. 
So uh, what, what, what were we watching? Uh, what was that? The British Army of the Rhine. Oh, yeah. That's the Boer Army. The Boer, the Boer War. Nine, dude, that's all. No one cares about the long wars because that like <laughs> even as a kid, I'm just like, fuck the Cold War. Like, oh, we get it. It was so long. Yeah, you see, you're saying this now to get me off again in your passive aggressive Paisal way. No. You're doing this again. You are. I remember you know, I, I, I talk about the Cold War all the time. Anyway, I'm being a dick. I always remember like being at the when we would get to that point in history being like, why are we learning this? Oh, like it's not called the Soviet Union anymore. Yeah. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, all that this whole map is different now. Like, why are we learning this? And the chapter of from it was it would always say 1990 to the present. Wow. And it was just like 20 pages. And I'd just yeah. be like, just say it's like it is now. Yeah. Like yeah. nothing new has Cold happened. War was a big deal. Big deal. Oh, yeah. Well, even if they would just... You can tell the teachers thought it was boring because they were just like, yeah, it was a war without battles. What other baseball players? Orlando Cepeda, possession of marijuana. Wow. Dope. Wow. Uh, John D'Equisto. Oh, John D'Equisto? Yeah, these are like names. I mean, yeah. Orlando Cepeda was a known player. Chad Curtis, criminal sexual conduct. See, Ooh, that's, that's worse than fucking uh, Denny yeah. McLean. Uh, Lenny Dykstra's I, up there twice. Uh, criminal oh. sexual assault is way worse than stealing from any old person. I'm sorry. We're not stealing from an old person. He's stealing from his own companies. He's stealing from, he's, he's, he's a Ooh, thief. He's a criminal. He's stealing your money. That's not worse than sexual assault. Um, that is not worse. You're than. fucking with a lot of people. From an individual point of view, I would agree. You can make but more you're money. you're fucking with a lot more people's lives. You when shatter people's money. minds when you sexually assault that them. That is true. It's bad, obviously. It's wrong. It's a reason it's a crime. Lenny Dykstra, real scumbag. Real scumbag. Well, what's his scumbag history? Read his Wikipedia. He's got why well, I think well, Lenny, was, Lenny Dykstra here. Well, the, you don't have to. It's bank bankruptcy fraud, concealment of assets, money laundering, Grand Theft Auto, providing false information. I think he also uh, had sex with, like teenage girls. He never went to jail for it, baby. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, well, I think he. No, these are these are his two jail sentences. They, they, these he, are his two had, prison sentences. He had two. He's got yeah, Dykstra. Three years scumbag. and six and a half months. Woo. That's a while. It's a long time. That, that, Denny McLean's got two. Of course. Yep. 23 years and then 97 months. He got 23. Yep. A, a verdict a, overturned after 30 months. Well, I think that was the way I was reading the Wikipedia if we would listen. But, yeah, but, but, but see I, how I did it real quick in one sentence? No, no, no. We need more background. You see, we have to have more history on it, too, to understand, to put it in depth and perspective. So, no, with uh, with McLean, though, twice, man, you get 23 years. Uh, you fucked up hard. As a Here we go. Man? Here's the record. Sammy Stewart. Possession of crack cocaine, driving with a revoked license, drug possession, possession, pr drug possession, drug possession, possession of crack cocaine. What years? He pitched for the Orioles in the 70s and the 80s. So the first one, we got 91, 92, 96, 97, wow. 98, 04, and then 06 to 13, he served 80 months. Whoa, he's a fuck up, yeah. man. He's a true addict. Fuck. Gary, was Gary Templeton on that? No, no. Daryl no. Strawberry. Hank Thompson, Chicago comedian Hank Thompson. <laughs> Ted Turner. No, no. Oh, that's like an old 1925. Yeah. We're getting yeah. low. Willie wow. Wilson. Uh, well, the, the Royals. Attempting to purchase cocaine. Who cares? Uh, the Royals. Yeah, there was a big. Well, that that was also like baseball. Not uh, less than I thought it would be. There's probably more than that. There's got to be some. Well, this is the baseball almanac. This is oh, MLB, good. Yeah. MLB players who have who went to prison. Wow. How about football players? Football players want well, that's join. way more. They're fucking these yeah. people sleep with semi-automatic machine guns yeah. under their bed because <laughs> they're CTE. They're all paranoid, you know. 
No, yeah, because I, I think that yeah, in the late seventies, early eighties, I remember that was a big thing with the Roy- the Royals were a team that had a lot of cocaine issues. Uh, I think it was you know honestly my, my true opinion on that too. Okay, there, there here's, a, here's a larger one too. Okay, let's go. It's a lot of fucking shit. Do you know the last person Denny McLean faced in his major league career who batted against him? Was it like fucking uh, Shawan Dunstan or no, something no, like who, that? Who do you think has a gambling history? Uh, Baseball, who had the gambling history? Len Dykstra? Was it Lenny or Pete Rose? 1972 was Pete Rose. Yeah. That would be the poetic moment. <laughs> they probably fucking had an agreement. Yeah, yeah. He winked his eye or something. So here we go. American gridiron football players. Kevin Allen, 15 years. Will Allen, wire fraud, money laundering. Ooh. Richard Alston, conspiracy to distribute drugs. Michael Bennett, wire fraud. Michael Bennett was an ex-Viking. Trayvon Boykin, uh, aggravated assault. Josh Brent, intoxicated manslaughter. Plaxico Burris shot himself with a gun. Uh, What did Plaxico Burris get? What Burris get? Or Burris get? Uh, Two years. For what? What was it? He shot himself in the leg in a club. He had a gun in his pocket in a dance club and it went off. Well, I know that was a story, but did he? That's what happened. That's what what he went to jail for. For that? He had a gun on him. That's illegal. He was like under, he was like on parole. I don't know. I'm on Plasco. Oh, if he's on parole. Okay, maybe I I get it. So you're cool with someone concealing a weapon in a nightclub with people, but wire frauding money from the from the mob (laughs) is where your fucking line is. Are you are you from the 50s? No, I'm not from the 50s. It's just these organized crime men are ruining our society. Well, uh, they were my friend. So let's uh, let's go further down. Let's go further down. And they still exist. They actually helped put a president in. in Ray Carruth. He actually killed a pregnant Ooh, woman. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's well, a he c- conspired to do it. Uh, Maurice Claret, seven and a half years for He's what? A, uh, armed robbery, possession of a concealed weapon without a permit. Oh. Failed to retain a uh, to retain a current lane. I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, so he, he robbed someone with a gun. Ooh, Maurice Claret got time in the joint, man. He's Irving Fryer there. was five years. Con- conspiracy and theft by deception. A mortgage scam. Wow. I, I know he became born again. Uh, Dwayne Goodrich, 12 and a half years, criminally negligent homicide, Mm. hit and run accident, released after serving approximately eight years. (sighs) Thomas Hollywood Henderson. See, football players go hardcore. Yeah. Across the board. Yeah. Henderson had a bad cocaine problem. He was a severe addict. He's been sober now. I'm going to put on TV while I go through this list. No problem. Sounds like a good idea to me. Aaron Hernandez. We obviously know how that ended. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Travis Henry. Drug trafficking, three and a half years. Oh, yeah. Didn't he have like fucking a mound of pills in his fucking bed? Yeah. Wow. This is an old Chicago, the Chicago Americans. What, what, what Tank was Johnson. Uh, yeah, he had fucking semi-automatic weapons. That was the Tank Johnson was the birth like that. When I said they sleep with automatic weapons under their bed, that was a Tank Johnson reference. Because Tank, he played for the Bears, right? Well, he? yeah. And everybody hated him because he had that gun thing for the Cowboys. And then the Bears signed him. Oh, yeah. I remember that. We were giving him a second chance, man. Well, yeah. You know, you know we're giving these these guys a shot. <laughs> that was before that white nationalist was in charge of the Bears. Who was the previous white nationalist? Ted Phillips? Or, no. Phil Emery. Oh, I remember him. Yep, I remember. Yeah, him. absolutely. Yeah, some of these, some of these management people and f- football teams. I don't know what pictures like, they have. Who why are do these they, people? Why do they last this long? Too well, and I, I don't like your the, pace should be gone. Well, and I you don't like when they're like they try and throw. Well, this guy was fucking director of player lunches at this, and we, you know, the, the you saw an increase of muscle mass. 
he's responsible for that. Like they always try and hype themselves up like yeah. <laughs> because he fed them better. You notice, yeah, yeah. you notice how our, our players have less tattoos now. That's because of me. Yeah. I recruited guys with less tattoos, which <laughs> takes a little bit of time off their 40. <laughs> yeah. The like, friction. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> like, stop trying to sell me that like, oh, you don't know who he is, but he was actually they always try and make it be like this guy was responsible for the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, when you Ryan Pace together, come in, yeah. they were like, well, he was director of, of college scouting for the Saints. So like he kind of built their whole their whole system. Like he yeah. came from 05 and then he comes to the Bears and you're just like, oh, they probably never let him touch a draft room. Yeah, God. Like he probably scouted college players and handed in reports to people that actually knew what the fuck they were doing. Oh, God. Uh, Rick Spielman, the Viking GM, is just a absolute. I, I don't like him. They, they've gone on a spending. They, they've signed seven defensive players. Ryan Leaf got five years for fucking busting into a house trying to steal drugs. Whoa. Yeah, he was a pill addict. I think he he's was still in for fucking Rich Eisen on his show now, though. He's fucking doing it. Well, yeah, yeah, I think he's sobered up. Yeah, I've actually seen him interviewed. He actually he looks like he got his shit together. Like he actually matured some. God, he was a total bust. Kevin Mack, six months. A oh. lot of lot of months here. Dexter Manley, four years. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Dexter Manley. Dave Meggett, thirty years. Uh, Dexter. The fact about Dexter Manley was illiterate. Has a degree from Oklahoma Learned State. Learned in jail. No, 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 no. He got a degree from Oklahoma State when he was illiterate. They just gave him a degree. Well, there you go. You know. You know what he read? Defenses. You know. Uh, well, he was a. I remember at one time, like he almost rivaled. You like Lawrence that line, Taylor. guys? You know what he read? <laughs> Defenses. <laughs> is, is, is this a FW? What was it Debose? Oh, yeah. Maybe the future Rube Fosters. Robbing over corner lots, batting, pitching, and Wearing learning bow ties. how to play the game. Segregating the land. God. Batman back then. Oh, man. It's rough now. It's really the rough. legend about Rube Waddell is that he never smelled a colored person ever in his life. He never, <laughs> never got in the presence. Never got close enough. The Merkel Boner always <laughs> kept himself a bat's length away from anybody he thought was Jewish, <laughs> black, or American, or a Indian. Catholic. Catholics used to be like like not liked. You know, they used to be a little Catholic sort of. Uh, so, you know, oh. Legend of him was his only friend was the Protestant Bible and a bottle of vodka. <laughs> What uh, what stadium is that? I wonder. That looks like Fenway Pack. No, I, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, 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 oh getting murked. No. <laughs> My camera. Fucking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I I wonder what's. I don't know. Is it Scheib Field? Probably Griffith Stadium or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those old stadiums. Fucking Connie Mack Way. God, those stadiums were so small. We're, great. we're we've. I think in general, and this might be something with my generation. We're not a very commemorative bunch. Like, you know how around stadiums, everything is like Mike Ditka Plaza. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I feel like people my age and younger are done with that. We're just like, stop naming things after people. Like, most of these people were pieces of shit. Like, <laughs> they don't deserve to have street signs named after. Like, Connie Mack was probably definitely a racist. Like, Mac, Mac. like let's acknowledge what he did for the game. He has 4,000 wins as a manager yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But he was probably an awful guy and like you probably shouldn't be like oh connie mack one of the great ambassadors of the game like no because he wore a suit and tie on, yeah. the, on the bench you know no he was probably an awful guy who hated jackie robinson and thought it was gonna fucking he's just gonna stir up the boys you know i know yeah i don't exactly. want to stir up the boys yeah. they like it here yeah that, that was always a big argument our blacks like it here they're happy here they're, they're always smiling it's like wow 
That's sort of weird. Well, you know they're smiling because the because te- and and I know they're smiling because you can see those teeth. Is that how? Is that Huey Long? Who's that? I don't know. It's just no, some, no, I think just it random been, fans. It might have been LaGuardia. These are the OG fanatics. Yeah. I love how you know LaGuardia, sight unseen. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was That's the mayor. fucking LaGuardia. That was the mayor. <laughs> airport's named after him. Exactly. He, he, was over. he spoke. He was like fluent in all these languages. He was an interpreter for people coming into Ellis you Island. You mean a socialist? And he was able to be a uh, kind of parlay that into being, being the mayor of New York. Anyway, we're going to want to get back to football players. This is how many sure. people there are. Man, I, I believe it. We're only a third of the way down. I mean, this we can get into soccer. Bam Morris. Oh, what did Bam Morris get for? What was uh, drug trafficking. God, they all like them drugs, man. Crim- well, and trafficking, too, means they had something in their butt in mass quantities. Yeah, or yeah, or had something in their car. And ma- yeah. I think this, this was all, this, this is with the, the polo grounds. This is where the Giants played. And a car is famously what they referred to Natron Means as ass. So okay. they would pack Natron Means as ass with fucking heroin. To this day, <laughs> to this day, one of the greatest football names ever. Natron Means? Yeah. That is a killer I think Natron name. Means went to my middle school. Oh, really? Oh, was he I from, think so. Like, uh, he was from South, uh, Let South me Suburbs? See. Natron Means, he played for the Chargers on, on the 94 Chargers that lost the 49ers at the Super Bowl. He weighed 480 pounds. Oh, yeah. He was he was thick and tough. Na- Plus, Natron Means? That's a name, man. That this guy's is going to shatter me immediately. He's probably... He it doesn't say where he's from. I think if it doesn't list it, it could be true. Well, where was where was he uh, where was he born? You don't say where he was born. Not in his Wikipedia. Nature, really? That's surprising. He played for like what six years, maybe something like that. I think yeah. he flailed out with the Chargers when fucking uh, Kramer came on board. Well, they had uh, well, Kramer. Kramer. Kramer was a quarterback for the Chargers. Yeah, Eric Kramer. Eric Kramer he blew his rotator cuff out. He ended his career ended on the San Diego Chargers. Oh, I didn't know that. He was the quarterback when they drafted Breeze, I think. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, because... Uh, oh, he's from Harrisburg, North Carolina. Oh, okay. Did, did, did he go to, uh, like, North Carolina A&T? Or did he go to... Um... Uh, you know, he went to UNC. He went to fucking Chapel. Oh, he went to North Carolina. Okay. And he played from when to when? I'm sorry. 93 to 99. Okay, so he had a two, career. He, he had those two quick stints with the Jaguars. Only, here's a classic 90s running back stat. Only ran for 1,300 yards once. Total career, 5,000 yards. Th- that's actually that was back when 800 speaking. yards was like a, a pretty good. Uh, no. Like when you, I remember when you cracked a thousand, people were like, "Oh my god, he's a thousand yard rusher." That that was a big when it was a 14 game season. Thousand yards is a big deal. I remember the the the, the, the veneer was off when the he also has 600 season. yards passing. Receiving? He, he caught 600. Yeah, he caught 103 balls. Did, did he has? Does he have? Let me guess. 32 touchdowns career wise. Uh, he's got 45. Ooh, oh, so he got in the end zone. He had zone. 12 and 94. 94, he had a good year. Well, yeah, that, that's the year they went to the Super Bowl. He, he was one of the main players why they went to the Super Bowl. So we got Dave Meggett, criminal sexual conduct. M- Meggett got, wow. 30 years. Whoa, whoa, man. He, he was a Parcells favorite. Lawrence Phillips, 31 years. He's dead. Died in prison. He died in the joint. I guess he killed a few people in prison. Alabama Pitts, what a great career. What a great name. Eight to sixteen years armed robbery. Joe Prokop, Salim Rashid, Robert Rogier, Arch Schlitter. Oh, Arch Schlitter. Arch Schlitter was a total. He was. He was a gambling. Ten years, seven months, fraud and theft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He lived in. He lived in Vegas. 
Darren Sharper, OJ, obviously the most famous jailed football player of all time. Ooh. Aaron Spellman or Alonzo Spellman. Yeah, he he went, lost his mind. Alonzo Spellman had legitimate mental problems. Yeah, absolutely. And like didn't take medication and would like attack people. Yeah. When you see Alonzo Spellman, they'd show him like close up on the line and he'd be like, like wiggling his eye. Like he had a very manic face when he was on the line. Yeah, yeah. He was... He was like seven feet tall. Yeah. He's one of those guys where if he has real mental problems, he could kill people. Oh, yeah. 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 Like if he actually snapped. Yeah. He could murder people. Well, I know that he had an incident once where I know Singletary had to come get him. They they got Mike Singletary in to talk him down. Cause I, I guess wasn't he like walking around naked in the winter or something? Yeah, like outside. Dante Stallworth, thirty days, Ooh. two years house arrest. Yeah, I think that was a hit and run. Dante, yeah, killed someone with his cat. Dana Stubblefield, raped by force and false imprisonment, fifteen Ooh. to life. Ooh man, he was a number. One, he was a number. He was a a number one pick of the 49ers. Yeah, on their line. Yeah, he was a good player. He played against Michael those- Vick. Killed dogs. Yep. Nate Webster, 12 years, unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. Ooh. Real Denny McLean shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Stanley Wilson, senior burglary. 22 years for burglary? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, you know that he did a lot of It was a third things. strike. Yeah. Sentence under the third strike provision. Yep, absolutely. Kellen Winslow Jr. raped like 27 women. He was just, he was just in 14 prison. 14 years, yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Keith Wright. He literally 114 years to life plus 120 years, a series of home invasions, robberies, and assaults. Wow. Well, what's his name? Keith, Keith Wright. Who, 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 who did he, did he, who did he play for? Or who did he? Uh, he played for, it seemed like he was a scrub. The Texans, the Colts, the Bucks, the uh, Cardinals, so the Bucks, around. the Hamburg Sea Devils. Oh, so he played for one of those uh, world football teams? Yeah. Wow. So football players got the jump on crime. Yeah. It seems like baseball players are into gambling and drugs, which is safe if you're going to be into crimes. Yeah, yeah. And there's, uh, yeah, with the football players, I think because of the violent nature of the game and the CTE, did you the see, combination. Did you see fucking Castellanos roar at fucking the Cardinals pitcher today? Oh, yeah, yeah, or yesterday? yeah. Yesterday, that was great. The bench clearer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. fucking fantastic. What did he say? What, what, what was Well, his? here, this is a perfect representation of what I think is great. This is going to be a perfect test of your reaction to modern, like, no, I, hypeness I, yeah, in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw his reaction, and it annoyed the fuck out of me with its in-between lines. Like, yeah, but I want to hear. I want to hear what it says. I want to hear. I want to see. What well, he doesn't. He didn't really just say anything. He what the reaction was was so Castellanos gets pegged early in the at bat. Yeah. Like, intentionally yeah they threw at because because of his home run he had trotting a year earlier so he gets on first and then he somehow makes it to third and then scores on either a fucking just a regular single or a sack fly maybe so but when he comes in the catcher kind of yadier molina kind of kneels on his back or the pitcher came in like the pitcher covered home yeah so the pitcher goes to tag him and he kind of falls on castellanos's back yeah unintentionally but then castellanos gets up and like in his face yeah like and that's really all he did is he like woo like almost roared like a lion in his face yeah and the pitcher kind of just like he kind of looked like a deer in headlights and then yadier molina's fucking latin king ass came over and (laughs) he's still catching 
He he still has, he still put on him, his man. luchador mask and fucking started out fucking. <laughs> he, he showed his MS whatever yeah like nineteen whatever the, yeah. So then is. the bench is cleared and then a fight broke out. But that's really all. And that that's how you were annoyed. But it's explained like that. It's not like he's going fuck your mother prick. Like I'm yeah, a young yeah. guy and you're an old fuck. No, like, it, it's no, just them it going like, like that. It's just some dude being excited. You plunked me on purpose and I scored. What bitch? Ooh, I want to put it in your face. Yeah, man. exactly. That's what I do. But here's the yeah, pro- here's the problem. Pro- as much as it annoys you, why do you want to stop these people from being themselves? Like young people are excited. Like bat flipping is exciting. How many? Stop, not, we're how not many, doing that voice. Get, these people are not sissies. How many likes we're did do- I get? How many likes did I get? This has Ooh, nothing to do with social media. There. Yes, it is. I'm gonna get more followers if I do this. I'm gonna do my. It didn't pose bother you, Crocious. Crocious. It didn't bother you as a kid to hit a home run and have your fucking stone dad go. Now don't celebrate too hard because it's disrespectful. Oh my you feel, god! You feel that joy you're feeling? Yeah. Suppress that. Exactly. Exactly. That's how joy should. Because no, joy, that's how people have heart attacks no, at 48. No, 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 no. What it is when I express my joy? Who are you staring at? I, I, I've got <laughs> to your entire generation. I've got to put someone's face in it. You see what I did? I got to rub it in your face. Whoa! Look at what I yeah. did. Ooh! This is how I express joy. It can't be expressed in fourteen thousand other ways. Ooh! No! So I got to put it in your face. So you don't like them expressing joy? Bye expressing joy no 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 i don't like the way they express their joy that's well, how what do you I don't want them like. to do it not that way exactly the, the, it, it's, a suppressive it's one, nod, or, the, it's a one suppressive or the other nod. it's either over the top immaturity or just some stoic johnny unitas there's nothing in between it's just one or the other <laughs> Even Tony LaRussa has to come around and go, and he finally did have to go like, yeah, I don't care about flipping bats. Like, bat flipping is fine. Yeah. <laughs> LaRussa is a... Uh, I, I can't believe he's managing the White Sox, by the way. He's already mismanaged the bullpen three <laughs> times. He forgot that you have 10 less seconds to make a... You used yeah. that 30 seconds, to, and they changed it to 20 to yeah. speed up the game. Yeah. He forgot. Well, of course and they, they got speed penalized. the game up, man. Young people aren't going to want to watch it. They don't. It's got to be frozen immediately. You God, have to admit it. that five-hour baseball games is fucking unnecessary. I couldn't agree more. At some point, you can't blame my generation I for know, everything. I know. I know. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. The game needs to speed up. Because we all true. know you guys did colossal damage to the world. Oh, I kidding. know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> you, want, you want to know when I did the most colossal damage? When I closed 40 transactions, giving housing to thousands of people, actually, who were low to moderate income. That's what I did. But I know, said your generation. I, was, I, know, I didn't I know, say I know. you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being a dick. I know. No. Is, is that Ty Cobb? Speaking of dicks. Yeah. yeah so with, uh, yeah. No, I uh, expressing the joy. Go ahead. Express your joy like but that. But that's why I like my dad. there before. But that's why I like my dad, because he would let me like if I hit a home run, he'd be like, "Yeah, fucking." See, I never hit a home run, Keith. Yeah, I thing. was good at baseball. You were a good baseball. Yeah. Well, why didn't you play more, man? Because I don't yeah. like organized sports. I would rather just play for fun. Like I don't like again how how I'm saying like when your coaches are just like now pretend act like you've been there before. Well, I haven't because I'm nine. <laughs> so let me be excited about something. Could you also see that maybe that would be rubbing it in someone else's face when they're feeling down? Don't throw a bad pitch. Also, don't be down by giving up a home run. Are you fucking that's snowflake shit? No. But, but, wow. I hit a I hit a home run off you. Big fucking deal. <laughs> No, I'm talking about uh, maybe you didn't uh, hear what I said, but I was uh, now. Nah, yeah, you're fine. No, yep. but I get what you're saying. Like the the pitcher's bummed. He just failed and you're rubbing uh, it in his face. And, 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 but and, my thing and is, the teammates, is like and the teammates. But my whole thing is 
if we all just encouraged ourselves to have fun, if everybody was just having fun, they wouldn't care they were down two to nothing in the second inning. No, I disagree. I I, I think uh, <laughs> no. I, I for me that that joy. It's also sometimes I, I see it for like in football. Some guy gains three yards. I had like, baseball had, coaches. Yeah, where we'd have practices where it was dope. We had scrimmage games and everyone had a blast. We were joking yeah. around. Yeah, and then the coach would go. We had too much fun. We got to run a little bit like he would halt the fun (laughs) and go. Now we have to do stuff you hate. Yeah. (laughs) And it doesn't matter. I'm just going to make you tired for no reason. You've all played the game well today. That's a lame move. Some of those coaches back then were such morons, man. When I look back on some of the coaches I had at organized sports when I was younger, they were buffoons, you know. So, yeah. And then especially in the high profile situations. Yeah. Fucking Bautista for the fucking Blue Jays. This motherfucker hits a walk-off three-run homer in the playoffs in a stadium full of people that's designed to pop when... You mean to tell he can't throw his bat a little bit? No, I know. When he I admit, fucking the, the rules of baseball, those old Byzantine rules of like, I'm also a believer if you're pitching a no hitter and you want to bunt, bunt to get a single, that's fine. Oh, I'm fine with that. I, yeah, exactly. You know what's one thing I'm against? Kind, I think yeah. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Is a lot, everyone wants to ban infield shifts? That oh they, no, I think infield shifts are fine. I think I think that's but a new, that's a new is, evolution. This of the is game. a player rule because it's it's not even them saying it's it kind of is getting to the point where they're cheating like the uh, jed lowry said it should be illegal for infielders to stand in the outfield he was like that should be against the rules because even even in the 90s it was it was legal but they didn't do it all the time like you did it in like bunting situations now most of the time you'll see the second baseman he's out there in shallow center and shit 50 feet out where you're like i get playing the stats but like there are balls that were in 2003 would be a clear-cut single line drive single and yeah. now there's a, a infielder there and it's yeah. just like come on like this has to or like limit how many times you could do it or just say like you can't leave the dirt like you can yeah. come to the back like i remember in little league when they would say like go back a little bit the second you hit the grass they'd be like whoa like oh yeah absolutely what are you doing like yeah, i said yeah, go you, back yeah, you were like, supposed to be in the infield absolutely that that was like the rules of the game I, for me, you know, and being uh, having cheered for baseball for a long time, I haven't recently. I've given up on the sport. It's America's pastime. It's in the past. <laughs> so, so it just. But you're, but the shift. I always had the shifting of the infields. That was kind of a unique wrinkle. That it was it was actually oh, baseball is not so damn stodgy about its rules. Right. That it's actually allowing this to happen. You know what I mean? Or, or, or it's bucking convention and actually doing that. But you are. It does. I mean. You'll see. I mean, got their second baseman. They're, they're throwing the guy out from like in between center and right field. He's throwing, you know, hundred yard, hundred yeah. feet, whatever. And it's like, you know, because they know the tendencies and, and where the balls get hit. It's like I just feel like scouting. at some point the way the genetics with these players and the skill, like yeah. Eloy Jimenez, these guys are like six foot seven, and they yeah. have arms like the size of fucking five of these microphones. Yeah, like you can't rule that away. Like yeah. at, dude, these dudes are mashing baseballs. Yeah. Like you're not going to stop this by the rules, but Oh, just put, put all everybody in the outfield. Don't even have an infield. Just yeah. put them out. Like just let these fuckers hit baseballs. Yeah. Let them mash baseballs. <laughs> that, that's what people were there. Who cares if yeah. the game is 23 to 18? Yeah. It's exciting. They're act. I feel like they're, they call football the no fun league. Yeah. I feel like there is a group of oh, people in baseball? in baseball who are just like, Everyone's like I said with the coaches, we're all having a little bit too much fun here. 
I, I don't, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows what they say uh, behind closed doors? But you know, I, let's all remember to take this too seriously. I, I the, just want to make sure that I because, get validated because, for everything I ever do. Well, because, I just want to be validated. No, it has nothing. It, it, it's not validation. It's, hey, pro sports isn't the army, cocksucker. <laughs> We're not fighting <laughs> wars. This isn't life or death. If we lose, who gives a fuck? Yeah, we've got to win. There's Fenway right there, man. Like, I get that. When there's six baseball teams, yeah, you try your damnedest to win. There's 32 teams. Yeah. They're not all going to go undefeated. Man. God. Ugh. How it, it, awful does it have to be to be last placed in baseball and have your coach still screaming at you? <laughs> Shut up. We're in last place. When you think of the worst, like a team you've cheered for. Who was the worst team that you've ever season wise where it's like this team is truly bad? I, I would know say me, I know, I know. the '99 Cubs, one of those late '90s teams, because they had just because in '98 they went to the playoffs. they went to the playoffs. So so in '99 you were like, well, <clears throat> they they had a good run in '98. You got kids like they have they're going to be at least better in '99. They won like. 60 games or something like that what, why why did they what was where were they because so bad? the what team happened? wasn't good enough because they were just lucky they rode the back of sammy sosa's yeah. 65 home runs yeah, yeah exactly. he hit 20 home runs in june like you're gonna win baseball games yeah. when one of your guys is yeah. hitting 20 multi-run homers yeah uh, exactly so it just they were never good enough to be good we, we think of all rod beck bad. fat ass out there fucking <laughs> the shooter he had like 75 cl- saves in 98 50 he had 50 saves while throwing it while throwing a 75 and miles he blew an hour. like 20 of them yeah anytime rod beck came out my grandpa would go oh jesus yeah <laughs> here we go gasoline on the fire so did you uh how about for a bears team that was a truly the we give the worst bears team that just truly stunk whatever team rick meyer played for Ooh, i now, think a, like 97 what or something a horrible like that trade that when you're trading a first round pick for rick Meyer, he played for Notre won Dame. the heisman trophy no, didn't he? Didn't, he did not. Wasn't actually. he good at Notre Dame? He was Dame good at Notre Dame, though. He was. They like won a national title or something. Well, they like that. were competitive. They were very. They were competitive teams. He. That, that was. Here's all, something. God's honest truth, Crocious. Yeah. I never saw Rick Meyer complete a pass. <laughs> it was. Oh, he. I only saw him throw interceptions. <laughs> so I guess he did complete a pass then. But I know for myself, the '79 Oakland A's were 54 and 108. There were 54 and I don't think there was ever a Cub team that bad. I mean, it, it was true. That's like pre-Leland Tigers. W- w- wasn't the, o- weren't the 06 Cubs 56 and 106? Let me see. Because I sold, I sold uh, 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 t-shirts that year. Because that was <laughs> right Wrigley. before they got fucking uh, Pinella. Yeah, I, I want to say, I think in 06, they were 56 and 106. I could be wrong. 66 and 96. Ooh, I, I was wrong. Off by 10 games. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, I shouldn't. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Let's correct. Go 05. That was Ooh. dust bags last year. 79 and 83. Dust bag. Dust bag. Is that what you call yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so 79, the, the A's. And then also, when I think of bad Viking teams, in 84, they were thir- They were 3 and 13. They were also 3 and 13 in, in 2011. But the 84 team, they're the last five games of the season. In 99, they were 65 and 97. 98. Ooh, it's a bad record, too. No, uh, it, yeah, and then here we go. 98, they were 90 and 73. Yeah, they were. They- 97, they were 68 and 94. Ooh. Ooh. Man, yeah, yeah, those are some. And then it was all seventy wins, like in my early. Oh no, ninety four. They were forty nine and sixty four. Oh, because it was strike season. Yep, exactly. 
Exactly. And that's I, I remember that season. 84 and 70 and 92. That was the end of those Dallas Green teams. Uh, yeah, and that, that, that was also the last year of Greg Maddox being a pitcher for him. How that must have been so frustrating to have Greg Maddox and be like 77 and 85, what, 79 and 82, where you're just like, if they could have just no. kept Maddox and signed some players, they could have won the World Series. That, 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 that was a, I mean, he was, he was so good. Can you imagine so them just being like, let's keep Maddox and sign Barry Bonds? Yeah, God. They could, yeah, he signed with the Braves and was great with the Braves, man. He was awesome. But yeah, with, um, uh, and again, the Vi- the 84 Vikings, the last five games of the season, they lost by an average of like 35 points a game. They lost to the 49ers who won the Super Bowl that year, 51 to 7. They lost, it was like second. I mean, they, it was like they weren't even in games. It was so depressing being a fan at that age, you know? It's always depressing being a fan. Your team's run by white nationalist racists. <laughs> You know, maybe you might get a rumor going with Pace, man. I'm trying, dude. I'm yeah, trying to get him yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's you have to get that going. You know, exactly. White nationalist Ryan Pace. That's hilarious. Q by the way. follower Ryan Ryan Pace. Pace yes, he, he is Q. He, he's going. He's going down the rabbit hole of Q. You know, so well, you know, the Jack that guy that got run on the Texans seems like a level-headed guy. Yeah, do you know that he what, told me Deshaun Watson is on adrenochrome, that stuff that the leader drinking to stay young. <laughs> actually, Deshaun Watson, I heard, is 206 years old and he's actually a pedophile. Is that one of the been rumors? Drinking. Yeah, that they kill, they kill and uh, take the blood of babies that has this stuff called adrenochrome in it, and elite people drink it to stay young. People legitimate. There's this quote from that, like I showed you. The lady says, "I legitimately expose people that rape and eat babies." Like they think that. Yeah, they actually get to. Tr- there, they show this one in the newest episode. They show this guy at a Q like rally. Yeah, and he's up on a microphone going, "They know we know about the adrenochrome. They know we know about this. They're scared. We just need to keep going." Wow, it, it is. Well, Q, to me, my theory on who Q is, and I, I am do this in the voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Q and on, do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know what the elites are up to. Oh, oh, Q and on. I can't. I gotta think of a. I gotta think of a, a rant to go off on with Q and on. Oh, I know. Oh, the elite are. Do you realize how fucking preposterous that is to actually believe that who Q truly is? I believe, and I, and I have no. I think I have it's just a group attention. of internet people. Uh, yeah, if I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if there was. It's a, just uh, a meme. It's like a group of people being like, "Look how fucking crazy and dumb people are that we can do this." But that's why I think it could be someone who has more of a political connection of just saying, "Oh yeah, we're, I mean, we're, it's we're someone gonna, who's getting yeah. facts and knows like codes and stuff." Like, yeah. it's an it's. It's real enough that the clues they put out are able to like people can find shit that is linked to it to where you can go like, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, the number 17. Because I'm sure people think it's easy to just like, oh, you just go online and you spew bullshit. But like it has to be stuff that people could trace. Yeah. And and there's a line to it. You have to to put enough of truth to where people could Google a word and go up. See, you see what that means? Oh, it's it's so cynical. Like how people said, like Trump likes the number 17. Whenever he gets a jersey, he gets the number 17 and people are like. Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet like you have to have enough of that reality even though it's bullshit yeah, to put yeah. into where people can go like you see Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet and he always has 17 he's Q yeah it's again there are like, like there are four I mean again, I think Roger Stone and people like that you know when Nixon became president 
The, Best dressed evil guy of all time. That, Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Oh, such an asshole, too. He's got like a full back tattoo of Nixon. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like, I mean. Colored, colored, not yeah, Sailor Jerry. Yeah. A colorful. Wow. Not Sailor Millennial Jerry. tattoo. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, but because uh, he had to get a tattoo to express his individualism. Well, because Ooh. Roger Stone is gay. Well, well I think he's, he's got kids. He's got kids. Doesn't mean shit. I know. It's true. It's his beard. Yeah, you know, yeah, but but he, but you know he has he's left it in he's left it in. Melissa you know? Etheridge got fucking filled with David fucking <laughs> Crosby with semen. David Crosby semen, dude. <laughs> fucking drooped his fucking droopy dog cum inside of her. When Nixon became president, you know that's where like they they created this basically a team of dirty tricks. You probably know this, but they had. Carl Rove was there. Oh, dude, there's a great Stone. documentary called uh, about how Carl Rove created Bush too. Oh yeah, it's I've called seen Bush's that. Brain. Yeah, and it's I've about how when yep. before Bush got into politics, he didn't know dick. He literally spent a year with Karl Rove of Karl Rove like telling him this Just is how you do him. this. Yeah, and and if, uh, they basically anything that he said during his presidency is all it's all what rove oh yeah him. yeah like his brain was carl rove's puppet oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rove knew, knew the exact buttons to push the you know second amendment all that crap but but a lot of a lot of those like ailes roger ailes stone and rove and i'm sure there's others out there too that they, they, there was a room in the white house where they were just basically like misinformation people and, and, and how to you know how to be a provocateur a right-wing provocateur and obviously q is complete right-wing provocateurism if that's a word and i wouldn't be surprised if one of those people is somehow associated with that knowing oh people are so stupid they're gonna latch onto this it's Closing so cynical gilligan's there island go, here baby man. i loved the show as a kid oh, the, the first it. cute girl of all time the og cute girl the danica patrick of her time to don wells yeah yeah because ginger was let's face it out of a lot of people's leaks and the mole didn't do it for me. I, I, I had a get that mole out of here. A f- famous family joke uh, when I was like four years old, the, the a Miss America pageant was on, and I said, "I hope Ginger wins it this year," because I thought Ginger was going to be on the Miss America pageant because I thought Ginger was the essence of beauty when I was a kid. <laughs> You know I what like I always found old. annoying too is Ginger was such so one note. Her whole thing was like yeah. just being clueless because she's the star. She always wants the, the sand is dirty. Yeah, yeah. But then whenever she needed something, she'd get in your ear and she'd go, Gilligan. Yeah. Don't you want to do this for me, Gilligan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that all like the pretty woman beware the pretty woman yeah. you know she's gonna she whisper things in your ear bewitches his virgin ass well i think this is probably the last year of the show everyone this, this talks is- about professor and marianne but what if gilligan was just long dicking everyone <laughs> on that island that, that, by the way you, what are you doing little buddy you're tying me up in the chastity belt oh if this was 1986 this would be a hack. This would be like doing a Howard Cosell impression in the yeah. comedy store in 1978. Doing making fun of Gilligan's Gilligan, Island. I, I, I had a Gilligan's Island but joke. But you know what's on. great? This show is so old that it's not hack. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. It's come full circle in a way or something. Or, like or, I would be it, educating yeah. people as yes. to the absurdness of Gilligan's which is Island. the point of this podcast, by I, the way. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So again, if you're not watching the video. What are you doing? You should watch. Exactly. This, oh, oh, you oh. can see Crocious and I have an argument. Is this like bad Gilligan and good Gilligan? Is he bizarro Gilly? He thinks it's the mirror. But uh, he was a He's major a pothead. Him and John Denver were fucking fucking Ripping flying high shit. trafficking amounts of fucking. <laughs> I got a small and plane. Denny I'm McClain a country boy. A yeah. <laughs> Denny McLean's out there with flags fucking in the mountains signaling them down. You know, yeah, this. 
Oh, this is such an old gag. This is like a I Love Lucy gag. It's the wrong one. So it's like Bizarro Gilligan. This was the last year of Gilligan's Alley. This was seven. Oh yeah, the color ones. Yeah. And then well, how many years after did they have the movie where they get rescued? Uh, I remember. I, I want to say. So. 1978. So did the show end and then it was like, so did the show end with them not getting rescued? Oh yeah, the show, it, it was like. It just got canceled. It just got canceled. But then in syndication, it became this, like, like this and the Brady Bunch are always linked in my mind. So then, cause, so, cause if you like, I think it's called rescued from Gilligan's Island or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And they're considerably older. Oh, oh, absolutely. Like they have to basically say, like, here's what we've been doing the last. My favorite yeah. scene is that is when they get back, the professor, like, oh, I created all these new inventions that I think are going to be groundbreaking. Gillen's just like skateboard, CD player. Like, he yeah, just yeah, starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, the- <laughs> he invented every invention that was every Marvel invention that has been invented. The professor just randomly invented on the island. <laughs> Skateboard, because I'm sure you can just make that, you know, the, 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 uh, on an island, you know. It. Also, it seems like wouldn't you at least try to? You got a boat. Wouldn't you at least try to see how far that boat would take well, yeah, you? And fix it with, you know, yeah, put, put a little, yeah, fix the hole up. Yeah, it, it was again. Uh, we're getting into '80s hat comedy here, just exactly. like you'd think at some point. <laughs> look up the movie. Can you look up the movie and see when the movie came out? This might be the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because the color is actually pretty good here. This seems better than like 1967 color. Yeah, this was like, I think they filmed this in Florida, I want to say, this show. Holy shit. It was a week-long thing. A 1978 made-for-television comedy film, you nailed it, that continues the uh, shipwreck castaways from the 64 to 67 sitcom. So this was like a decade after. Absolutely. Yeah. I oh, remember, wow. I remember, yeah, they the get film rescued. has the characters finally rescued after 15 years on the island. <laughs> Someone greenlit that. Man, man, there were some bad decisions in the late 70s. My God, television. was. I remember oh. that be on, being on TV and being like, holy fuck, finally. Oh, yeah. There was a feeling of satisfaction. My dad would always tell me about it. He would say, like, you know, there's an episode where they get rescued. <laughs> Again, I remember it being a feeling of satisfaction, you know. A feeling of satisfaction. We'll end on that. Because yeah, it's getting close to five. So trying dude. to keep. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't give a fuck. We yeah. can go as long as I'm not the I one know. that has to leave. Well, I feel bad, man, because I, I wanted to do. I mean, it just this weekend has been. It's been an hour and a half. We, we, had a, we had a good show. We just show. didn't take a break. Yeah. yeah and we, we had a, uh, you know, we had a good heated discussion. Look at Bacchus. Look how old Bacchus is. You know, I've been drinking scotch for the past 11 years, and I need a paycheck. Didn't you do the voice of Mr. Magoo? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, his most famous role is he was James Dean's father in uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Bad that, news. Oh, yeah, it's a different ginger, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, this is not Tina Louise. Gilligan, you know what's going on. Wow. This. Gilligan, I just saw the howls, and they were Is this real? And something about Think of, I mean, bad news. Do you know anything about it? You know. <laughs> you do know. That is not Tina Louise. This seems like a porno. You'd really like to tell Ginger. Gilligan. Uh, this is almost something with the Adams family. I almost think this is like, so. oh my God, this is insane, dude. Little buddy. There's no check in it. Why not? Why not? Why not? Even you could understand that. It's written in English. It's as plain as a nose on your face. All the white. Holy shit. Bob Denver looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he's was, definitely on pills. Yeah, oh yeah, he's got he's got some pill weight. You know, looks he, like fucking Paul Rubens <laughs> while he was jerking off. The, the whole, uh, the whole. Uh, because, I mean, it was in syndication because I think they got no money. I mean, they had, they had no rights at that time where they they got money. So it was it was cheap to put it in syndication. It, it, oh, this is by the way. Yeah, it says it aired for an entire week. I, I want to try to guess the week. Okay, I'm going to try to guess the week. Because it's got to be in the Wikipedia page. Let me just concentrate a little bit. Give me, give me some time. Yeah. This is not like reading the Wikipedia page for Denny McLean. I'm going to guess it was the summer. And I'm going to guess it was sometime in July. Like third week of July. October 14th ah, to shit, the 21st. Way off, way off. I'm sorry. So October 14th to the 21st. And it's only like an hour and a half movie. Which means... They showed it. I wonder if they showed it in 30-minute chunks yeah, for yeah. an entire yeah, week. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yes, absolutely. Can you imagine? Again, was it on NBC? Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Because it it's an NBC. hour and 35 minutes, and they made it last like six days. Wow. So that's 20 minutes, 20 TV minutes for seven straight days or six straight days. Wow. Or five if it was during the week. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. Could count. Yeah, it's probably Monday through Friday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was October because I could have swore I watched this in the summer of 78, but I was wrong. Freud has messed with my mind again. Yeah. Oh, this dude, these character actors, look at these character actors getting their paycheck. You'll recognize them. One of them was uh, Mr. Vargas. In, right there, the guy on the right there, he was in a Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And, and the Oops. Shit. Oh, yeah, it's getting a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go. All right. And with that. Sorry, people. That's the end of the show. Good times. I'm going to hit the button here. Gonna end the show on this. It's the end. Take the noise suppression off. Went to the party and the. Yeah, well, thanks for watching, guys. Good times, good times, people. We'll see you next week with a longer episode. KeithPazel.com. Yeah, you like that shot? Insecure Comic. Yeah, Insecure Comic on Twitter. Uh, I am Keith Pazel everywhere. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.